How's it South Africa and thanks for listening to Farmers Inside Track. Welcome to episode 256. I'm your host Donumdu. In this edition we welcome Frederick Safan, CEO of Lima Grain Africa, a new joint venture company combining the forces of three leading seed companies based in South Africa. It's also really awesome to welcome Duncan Masiwa, Food from Zanzi's editor, to the podcast. He's not new to the podcast. We used to host together and he met Frederick at Nampu 2023. And you got to pick his brain about how their company is changing the game for farmers across Africa. Over to you, Duncan. Welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Today we're chatting with Frederick, who is the CEO of Lima Grain Africa. Frederick, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Maybe just tell us a bit about yourself and what you get up to. First about the company. So Limagrain is a French company owned by French farmers. Basically at the origin it's a cooperative. So and the farmers, it's about now 1,500 farmers that own this group, Limagrain group. So my boss, my president is a farmer farming in France, which is quite unique in the seed industry. So Limagrain now it's a big group. We are operating in 60 countries, we are 10,000 employees, so we are worldwide. I started to work at Limagrain 35 years ago. When I finished high school and graduation in university, I went straight to Limagrain and I stayed there. I liked the group and I was first in the vegetable seed activity Mm -hmm. during like 15 years. So a lot of travels around the world because we are number one in the seed activity worldwide. We are strong in the market, and then I moved to the what we call the field crop activity, so cereals and uh, sunflowers, so yeah, I mean, all yeah. these crops. I moved to that activity now 10 years ago, and during that career, I was based in France most of the time, but I was also based in California for five years, in Turkey for eight years, and I, I have been here for seven years. It's a small group, by the way, 10,000 people is not that big. But we are worldwide and it's the group for is me, living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, it gives a lot of opportunities, I yeah. would say, for people. And, and the seed industry is like that. The seed industry is it's a very international industry. So everybody at Limagrain is yeah. traveling, is having yeah. an international uh, career, I would say. How would you say that Limagrain has changed agriculture in France? Oh, not only in France. We change agriculture in many places of the world. And in Africa also, for instance, we have been operating in Africa for now 30 years in the vegetable activity and for like maybe 10 years in the field crop activity. But wherever we operate, we are bringing a solution, I mean genetic solution to farmers. For instance, today, just an example I'm thinking of, in Europe, in all seed rape, there is a big disease destroying the crop. We were the first to bring resistance to this disease. Because of that, we are leading the market, but that's a way to help farmers. In Africa, we have been now working on uh, foliami worm, that is a big problem also yes. in tropical Africa. In South Africa, farmers are using GM, but in the tropical Africa, they don't want GM. So we have to find another solution for them. So we are looking for resistance and tolerance on this disease. So that's our job. From the very beginning, we are trying to increase the yield to introduce disease resistance so yeah. that's the way we help farmers i'm yeah. quite interested to know you know about the impact that you're having on farmers in africa in africa so again uh, in the field crop activity we are i would say quite new because in our industry when you start to be in a in a place it takes 
HS at least to start bringing I mean, a solution for the local farmers. We started in Africa by bringing the genetic that we have in India, in Thailand, in maize genetic, to check genetic would be uh, suitable for the farmers in, in Africa. We found that some of them we can use them because they bring a bit of earliness, yield also. But now, because now we understand the place, we know that farmers, they need disease resistance, like yeah. trigger resistance, they need MSV resistance, mm -hmm. disease resistance. So now we are breeding for them in Africa. So we have to breed. I mean, you need, you need to have team, I mean, scientifics, and you need to have also infrastructure, so station, research stations. Yes. So we have a strong partner in Africa. We are a partner of CITCO. Okay. And CITCO is number one in Africa. Yes, yes, so yes. we are partnering with them. So we use their research station and we help them with the, the, our technology, our genetics. So it's a very strong partnership today, and that's the way we are bringing uh, That's a very nice project. I love the African project. I love that. How do you see the future, and especially your role as Lima Green, your impact on agriculture in Africa going forward? How do you see that playing out? I'm very optimistic. I know that it will be slow because the situation in Africa is very different from the one that you have in Europe, in Brazil, or even in China. I mean, uh, in Africa, you have very small farmers, and that... Uh, I mean, that need training or education mm. to farm. So the point is not to bring them seeds that they cannot use or they cannot see the benefit. Yeah, so easy, you yeah. bring the seed and you bring the, the way to grow the seed mm. together. So it takes time because you have to train millions of farmers. So that's the way we started to do it with Citco because they have a very strong experience how to address farmers. They know how to do that. They have been doing that forever, I mean, for the beginning of their story. Yeah. So using them and their knowledge of, I mean, the, the farmers, and bringing them together with the technology that we can bring. Then we hope that we can quickly, I mean, help the farmers to grow. And I, mean, I would say to grow for themselves, but also to feed the growing population yeah. in Africa. So I'm very optimistic. I know it will take a lot of time, but I think farmers try to uh, start to understand. And in many countries, governments start to understand what is agriculture. They mm. don't, for me, there is still a gap between what they understand of Agriculture is an industry, and they see farming as a, I don't know what, maybe a hobby or a family activity. But they don't see it as a business, as an industry. It has to be seen like that. Even if your farmers are small, because in, in France, the farmers are not big also. Mm. A bit bigger than here, but I mean, they are not a bit bigger than uh, the rest of Africa. But they are much smaller than in South Africa. Sure. In South Africa, you have very big farmers. In wow. France, they are much smaller than that. So, I mean, you can remain small, but as long as they can live from their activity. True. And today, they can feed their family, that's it. When I'm saying live, when I, I, I mean, as soon as they can... Take the, I mean, pay school for their children and they can a bit sell to get yeah. a bit of cash from that yeah. activity. I mean, the issue is fixed for me. Yeah. So then you start to make people understanding what is really and the agriculture. power of yeah. agriculture. Because, I mean, with the population that you will have in Africa, yeah. you cannot rely on imports the way you do today. It's, no. it's going to be costly and it's not sustainable at all. Yeah. So you have to produce locally to feed the population locally. That's, yeah. that's the point. I love that, that you bring that point yeah. out. You had Nampo, it's the first time you had Nampo. Why attended and what are you hoping to, to walk away with? I, mean, uh, I am attending here to meet with uh, our customers, the farmers. It's always nice to meet farmers. You know, with my position now, I, I'm, I don't have much time to go in the field. I yeah. used to do that when I was younger, but now <laughs> I cannot do that anymore. So it's a good opportunity for me to meet with farmers. Yesterday I was having a, a farmer coming from Namibia. He explained oh, me that wow. he was coming every year here 
and he say, okay, you know, that's where we can get knowledge, we can get equipment, we can get technology. Mm. We don't have that in Namibia, so we have to come to Nampo. Sure. And he's coming, I mean, during the past 30 years, he told me, I mean, he has sure. been 30 years, and he's farming maize, cotton. So it's a big farmer in Namibia, sure. he has to come here. So that's why, I mean, I'm coming here to meet with farmer, to also see the environment, yes, yes, yes. the economical situation of the mm-hmm. industry. Because a fair like that, clearly showing you if the industry is going well yeah, or not. Definitely. So you speak with people from irrigation, from mechanization, from seed business, and then you'd better understand how they feel this uh, this industry today in yeah, South Africa. I love that. So that's why I'm here, I mean, basically. Yeah, I love that. What is your message to farmers in Africa? Farmers in South Africa, my message is that, you know what, today, because of what happened, COVID situation and the war in Ukraine, the community price increased a lot and they are benefiting from that. Mm. I mean, the price increased a lot, which is good for the farmers and is good for the industry in South Africa. But there is an impact on the consumer mm. because all the price on the consumer are rising because of the commodity price. Mm. So it's not because of the farmers, it's because of the market. So it shows that be careful, the market can go up and down, mm-hmm. up and down. So I will, my message to farmers in South Africa, yeah, take, I mean, this, this is a, a good opportunity for you to innovate in your farm, mm. to renew maybe some, in, uh, to do some investment in your farm. Do it now, yeah. because you don't know what it will be in five years time. So do it now, take good decision now for your farm. That would be my message for the farmers in South Africa. For the other one, the small one, I would, I will, uh, yeah, I will, um, I, I, I would tell them, do not, uh, do not rely on government support mm. all the time. Because they are used to that in many countries. Mm. They get the seed from, uh, I mean, program from government. Mm. They get the fertilizer from government also. But this year, uh, with the war in Ukraine, they understood that it's not sustainable. So make sure you can get your seed and your fertilizer on time. Mm. Keep the money because the the problem at the the way they manage their farm, as soon as they have money, they spend their money. Mm. Keep the money for the next season. What you need, Mm. keep it aside. And then you can, you know that you will be about to farm. If you don't farm every year, you cannot survive. Yeah. So that would be my uh, my message, message to these people. Because they suffered a lot. Because um, even if the community price increased, for the small farmer across all Africa, yeah. they don't benefit from that because they produce from themselves. So the price increasing in fertilizer, in seed, in all that, I mean, their input are increasing. So their yeah. costs are increasing. But they are not selling their product, so for them it's it's very painful. And it's a loss. Yeah, that's a big so loss for them. So loss. for them, they have to survive because this is for them tough. It will change, but to survive, keep the money you are making to prepare the next season all the time. That's the only way to survive for them. Thank you so much, Duncan. It's always great having you join me on Farmers Inside Track, and thank you, Frederick, CEO of Lima Grain Africa. You can, of course, read more on this story on www.foodformzanzi.co.za. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From me, Donumdu, Duncan Masiwa, our technical producer, Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the hashtag Team Food from Zanzi, thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans, though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes 
who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.